This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello! Oh, for God's that was sake, good. halflings. That was good. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> there was no need to abort you that part in, You wouldn't see in the... the you weren't seeing the it go into the red on my screen. It was it was a oh it was a, it was peaking. I just all laughed out. so oh, hard my headphones so fell off. I can't even hear what you're saying. <laughs> the the lines are off the, the the sound waves are off the charts, Jeremy. It's it's really we are rough. immediately off the rails. <laughs> oh my god! This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. <laughs> Full Prince vibe. Woof! <laughs> this makes them even more black. Olivia, I'll just sing it next time. It's me, Olivia Kennedy. And I am joined today by... Jeremy Cobb. But Aiden Curry calls me Cobb Salad. Thank you, Aiden. Has Cobb Salad not been done yet? You would think it had, but I don't think it had. I'm going to do a control F for Cobb Salad right now on this page. Okay, 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 okay. Because I was like, that. it's right there, you know? Like, how how could we miss such a trick? Only done once. Aiden got there first. Wow. Well yeah. done, Aiden. My yeah. goodness. I, you know what? That's our bad. That is our <laughs> bad. I mean, like, it took me until, like, the last episode of um, uh, Tales of Bogado, Curse of the Spider Queen, which you could, you should totally check out. It's it's all out right now. Um, but uh, it took me until, the, like, the last few episodes to be like, hey, cobweb? Because <laughs> cobweb? Cobweb, Jeremy. <laughs> I think you were like, uh, live where in the middle of something? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's fair. It's like a really emotional scene. Like, people are crying, and he was like, eh? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this character death. I'm just kidding. Or am I? You have to listen to find out. And I'm like, Liv, your character cobweb? already died. What are you doing here? Why are you in this recording session? <laughs> you were shunned and told to go home, and we're not paying for you to get home. So you just have to make your way home. That's your punishment. <laughs> It's your punishment. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, uh, yes, but, um, but yeah, no, Cobb Salad is a good one. Um, yeah, I think it's very solid. Very good, very uh, cheers to you, Aiden. For, and look, the fact that mm. even, even if we're sitting here being like, oh, that's one of the most obvious ones. You got there first, Aiden. No, exactly. No, it was a celebration of you, yeah. Aiden, like, to be clear. And frankly, um, uh, sort yeah. of a side eye at the rest of the community. <laughs> Yeah, just like what happened? We had so many creative ones. (laughs) How did we miss this? Yeah, so many people tripping all over themselves trying to come up with something funny. Me, that's that was an at at me, Uh, and then eventually I came up with Coblin, which is nothing really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And when it was right there, so good job, Aiden. Yep. 
Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, so we are here to talk about we're here to talk about a variety of topics uh, with this variety show. We're going to we're going to bounce around to a few different topics. Um, the first of which uh, is sort of it starts in one place and ends in another. The the, it, the place where it starts is the new news that uh, D&D and Minecraft are crossing over. Yes, yeah. Minecraft, the most popular yeah. game of all time, <laughs> uh, is yeah. having a D and D, a full on D and D crossover. Uh, and actually, I just realized I did not send you any any of the links to this live to this announcement. Oh no, I, I've oh, you seen. Have. Okay, I've I've seen. I mean, I I can see the brand, the potential there. Well, I, I'll preface this by saying I've never super been into Minecraft. You might be shocked by that. You might be like, live those repetitive tasks and fun sh colors and shapes sound right up your alley <laughs> but they're not so <laughs> and i don't know why um but uh but yeah no i i i don't know much about minecraft apart from like the mm -hmm. basics so i just i i don't know why it seems like an odd choice to me yes uh so to to go into a little detail well first of all to respond to you mm. live i'm in the same boat as you i've never really been yeah. into minecraft and the main reason that i haven't is because <laughs> there isn't much when it comes to like a narrative element i've seen hours mm. of minecraft played um Basically, for anyone who is not familiar with the game Minecraft, uh, it is essentially uh, a very you're it's a very you're in a block world. You're a world made of blocks. Everything's made of blocks. Uh, yeah, block and block. you even you are a blocky person, <laughs> and you run around and you dig for resources, and then you make things. And then depending on what mode yeah. you're playing on, uh, I think bad guys like bad things, so like skeletons or zombies or witches or different things mm. will come out at night and try and crawlers something like that yeah i don't know they, there's, like there's some people i forget what the name is but they explode as well those are the worst ones because they yeah. will destroy your creations uh mm -hmm. but minecraft is really just a game of like create it's a game of creativity and survival that's how i would describe uh i need Shit. wait i need to pause Creepers. for a moment i need to intervene this should probably stay in the edit there is a cat who is climbing onto a very precarious ledge trying to sniff at a bag of food oh. and i need to i need to yona oh, yona no Yona, please stop. Kitty cat, kitty Yona, cat. stop. Kitty cat, Cease. Yona. <laughs> no. Well, okay. She's marking it with her face. Uh, she's marking the bag of food with her face. Okay, I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was her face and nothing else. I'm glad that that's the case. <laughs> yes. Uh, she's marking it with just pure urine. She's just going at it. She's, she's just sprayed the bag. <laughs> she's fully pissing on the bag uh, and. Uh, Yona, you can't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's actually why cats headbutt. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, cats like to headbutt people that they mm. like, and it's because they have uh, scent glands on their face that they're trying to get onto you, get onto you, so you smell like them. I've been claimed by so many kitty cats. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm very grateful for yeah. that. It's a good feeling. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, to go back to the actual game, you yes. literally, it is literally, you go around, yes. build resources, uh, sorry, find resources. So like mm -hmm. you dig far under the earth, you can find mm. lost caverns, you can find all these different, and you can like, there's gravel, there's dirt, there's wood, there's all different kinds of mm -hmm. stone, uh, there's gems you can get, uh, and then you can fashion mm -hmm. weapons, tools, buildings, 
You can make glass. You can go fishing. You can make boats. You can build a whole city. I saw somebody who had created the Mines of Moria in the game. Uh, the Basically, I think what makes it so popular is the the possibilities for creativity are endless when it comes to cr constructing things. Uh, but what never really yeah. appealed to me about it is the lack of narrative. So like there isn't uh, while you're running off and doing all of this, there isn't like a background plot that you're going through that you can go through and be like, Ooh, but actually this world I've been has all uh, different people go and different things happening and, and stuff like that. So uh, that's about to change I'm though. Double check this but somebody said that there you can complete mine yes i've there's uh, one narrative element how you have to oh so there are temples that you can find in minecraft again mm. we're not sure who made them we're not sure what the deal they're just there uh and you can explore them and find cool stuff um but i think in i, I don't know all the steps but i believe in some temples rarely you can find a portal and I think there's like a series of steps you have to go through. But if you go through that portal, you can arrive at a place where you fight a giant dragon. Yes. And yes, indeed. Spoilers for the like 10 year old plus game. <laughs> with I no guess. plot. But um, <clears throat> no plot at all. But there's a dragon you can fight if you want to. So if you think about that, it really, it's always been D&D &D and we should shut up. Well, that's so. the thing. <laughs> like Minecraft in some ways is actually very close to the spirit of the earliest versions of D&D, &D, where it's all about collecting loot, mm -hmm. fighting monsters, exploring the world and building your stronghold. Yeah. Yeah, no, I find it f quite funny that it's a game about building things, and now they're like, oh, you've built it all? Time to destroy it. <laughs> destroy everything you see. Fight it all. Um, like, with, with that being the case, I'm, I mean, I might give it a go. Like, I, I'm, I'm, Minecraft hasn't been something that really draws me in. I think it's because I'm not the biggest builder when it comes mm -hmm. to games like for example sims um i'm all about the gameplay mm. of the sims like i want to see how my sims interact like what yeah. they, you know who can like woohoo with who <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the sims show Full stop no who's woohooing yeah, who no, who can woohoo woohoo <laughs> um who can what uh, who i can get up to like the highest level of their job on their career uh you know all the all mm -hmm. the fun stuff like that uh chloe however my partner has been playing uh for i would like i think about a week straight since they realized it the sims 4 was free without any of the expansion packs has just been building non-stop <laughs> <laughs> Building, building, building. And it's very good at it, I will point out. I've told them that they need to show, um, mm. put it on Twitter. But um, yeah, it, it's just like, it's just funny how there are different kinds of players, how it appeals to yeah. people differently. Uh, and I think that's actually one of the things that makes TTRPGs so appealing to a lot of people when they start is, mm -hmm. that, uh, and I think it's, we've talked about it on our show. I've heard other shows talk about it, that whenever somebody is a new, uh, Yona just trundled by, in case you heard a rumbling. Uh, she runs very loud. <laughs> Loudly. Like she just trundle. sort of, it's very much a trundling. <gasps> oh, is no. she big? No, she, she is big? not. She is oh. a small cat. She got, a, she got a little pooch. Uh, she's got a, she's got like a tiny little. It's got a little bit of chocolate, uh, going on in the midsection. No, but she's not a, she's not a heavy cat at all. Oh, okay, well, still. I yeah. Love still. Um, but what was I yeah. saying? <laughs> oh yes, the thing that th there's a moment whenever you, whenever like a new player plays TTRPGs and start like it's the <gasps> moment where they realize, wait, I can do anything, and I think mm -hmm. Minecraft satisfies a lot of that for people. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Like, um, it is, like, I find it quite daunting, though. Like, at least with TTRPGs, you can say, I'm going to do this. And then the DM will, like, or, well, or the GM will take you through mm-hmm. that. But, like, <laughs> with Minecraft and other kind of, like, building things, it's like, you have to do the thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what? And you have to, like, set <laughs> no. out and find all of the resources. It's like, well, in order to do that, you have to find these very rare gems. And it's like, oh, well, I will spend the next several days of my life uh, yeah. going out to try and find stuff. And then I have to learn how to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I don't want that. <laughs> don't make me learn how to um, play you, game. Just let me play. Please, I don't want that. I, like, honestly, the amount of times I skip tutorials and games and just, like, expect myself to, to know. To my credit, most of the time, I mm-hmm. get it. I, you know, I've played enough yeah. games over my time to, like, go, okay, this, this is how games work, you know? But, um, but yeah, no, it, like... I, I hate any kind of tutorial thing. And Minecraft seems so kind of like nebulous that I'm just like, I don't even know where to start. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So with that being the case, if there's like a D&D mode for Minecraft, uh, that is just like, okay, you have a sword and a shield or whatever, and you get to fire spells and go and, and then it just like taps me on my butt and sends me along i'll be like oh yay okay <laughs> well, because you now have like you have a basis for comparison you have reference points um to to expand mm-hmm. a little bit uh the you and you can absolutely look this up uh, folks go look and I, i'll probably put mm-hmm. the link in the show notes uh but essentially you will start i think at like a table of some kind you get to choose your character class mm-hmm. and stats you can go to classic mm-hmm. D locations like Candlekeep and Icewind Dale. Yeah, Care to Naval. Care to which is in Icewind Dale. I saw a little oh, screen there. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, and you can be a paladin. You can yeah. be a barbarian. You can be a wizard. You can be a rogue. They have actual a custom combat system with ro- the backstab ability they specifically mention. I saw in the photos, There's uh, you can cast Fireball with this. Oh, okay. Something that I wasn't sure of. Uh, um, it Okay, so... I want it to, to be like very RPG like in terms of like say think of mm-hmm. Skyrim when you have options and they depend on your stats that you have um so like I'm I'm seeing a screen grab of like you talking to a mm-hmm. goblin and the goblin's like human stop leave or we kill you or uh, sorry my my mistake sorry let me try that again human stop leave or we kill you <laughs> so um <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, but there are different options at the side, and uh, it's like attack, insight, uh, and then it tells you what you need to be. So I assume there's like rolling, and so intimidate is sixteen, persuasion is is thirteen. Mm-hmm. Like so, so, so yeah. No, I, I, I guess there's an element of rolling and stats as well. Yeah, so really honestly, cool. this seems like a different game. Like with the because I don't think Mm. current Minecraft, you could argue, has elements of role play in the sense that you are getting to you can dress your character in different outfits uh, and build different things. But I don't think there's any sort of like inter like direct personal interaction that is non hostile and actually involves Mm. words like you can you can you can like get animals to follow you and stuff and you can like tame animals oh like yeah piggies. yeah I've seen yeah piggies. um yeah. but i don't think that you can like you can't have conversations with people um mm. so that's like that's transformative um 
But aside yeah. from like the implications that this has for Minecraft, which this is the plan is for this to be a, it says players can expect about 10 hours of narrative driven gameplay on their first time through the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> DLC. Um, but aside from that, they're also bringing uh, Minecraft monsters like the Creeper and the Enderman, mm-hmm. etc., into D&D itself. So I yeah, oh. you will actually be able to use those monsters, I guess, in your games presumably great another giant spider thanks <laughs> minecraft didn't have enough of those bloody hell exactly what D can i not have a moment <laughs> but i i think what uh, what is more interesting about this aside from just the implications for the game minecraft because that's this really does feel like massively transformative for that game is this is part of what we've been talking about and what a lot of people have been talking about uh in terms of the behavior of D as a brand uh and the expansion of D mm. as a brand i think for a long time it seemed like D was content to just exist and just make tabletop games mm. and then sometimes video games. Um, but mm-hmm. it it seems like uh, in the past couple of years, I mean, this is tied in with the OGL situation. Uh, this is tied mm-hmm. in with like a lot of the commercials and trailers for stuff that we've been seeing. Uh, like they, they had that uh, Drizzt Doerden trailer where um, it's like him and his adventuring party uh, fighting some dragon from a year or two ago. Uh, there was also like a drow lullaby. But can you, what was, what? What was that, uh, Jeremy? Please explain that. I don't think I saw. So, uh, for anyone who is not like a, a fan of, I guess, old school D and D lore or longtime D and D like mm-hmm. lore and characters, uh, the most popular D and D character of all time uh, is this guy named Drizzt Doerden, who is a drow who wields, I think, two scimitars, and he has like a a really Sick. cool like panther sidekick, and he's a ranger, and he he was written by R. A. Salvatore. Uh, his his he's like the protagonist of R. A. Salvatore's series of books, uh, that are all about his adventures as like an outcast from the Drow. He's a good guy Drow, not a bad guy Drow, and so he's like <laughs> apparently in the nineties you. Could could not throw a stone without hitting uh, a Drizzt Dord and XP in somebody's game where they were like, mm, I'm going to be a drought that has two mm-hmm. swords and a panther. And everybody's like, oh, <laughs> stop. Um, but that <laughs> that is they've they've brought him back recently for a series of advertisements, um, including one where he has like an adventuring mm. party and then one where Benedict Cumberbatch reads a drow lullaby that is like be and it's like really creepy Uh-oh. and genuinely well animated and insidious uh, that is being re- uh, apparently spoken over Drizzt. Huh. OK, I'm just taking a little look at that now. Yeah. Just because I thought I would uh, upset myself. Yeah, there's a lot of spiders in it, Liv. Oh, Uh, oh, it's the drow, unfortunately. You know what? I've I've started, so I'll just continue. (laughs) Um, Why is why is Benedict Cumberbatch's voice so cavernous? He has the Um, he has like the most evil sounding voice when he wants to. He really does. Has he played a villain yet? Has he done? Um, he played. uh, Spoiler alert for Star Trek. Into Darkness that no one liked. Uh, he played Khan uh. in that. Um, he also <laughs> played Smaug in the Hobbit movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty spooky. As like yeah, it's like a villain goes. Um, okay, yeah. No, that's that's wild. Like somebody's OC has just gotten just gotten super famous. Yeah. That's wild. I like look. Everyone is out here 
talking about Driss. Nobody's talking about Iris. My character from Stormbreakers. <laughs> nobody be out here talking about Juji. Where am I? <laughs> Why is nobody you need, making, to, you need to be a white man stupid. and then write a series of books. I don't want to, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make me. I'll, maybe I'll write some books. I, I, I look. I've got book ideas, but you know, I'm. I have ADHD, so I haven't written them down. But <laughs> they're in there. Then, they're in that head, though. They're in your head. They're, they're, they're yeah. in my head. And maybe they'll come out eventually. But but yeah. Okay, Drisk. I'm 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 caught yes. up on that. Thank you. So Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll put a link to this as well. It's called Sleep Sound: The Legend of Drizzt. Uh, it's a D and D animated short. It's very cool uh it is pretty sinister mm -hmm. it very much leans into like the dark drow lore aspects so you know mm. be forewarned if you it is definitely leaning towards the dark fantasy side of things if you do watch it but it's it's very cool and there are a lot of spiders because mm -hmm. you know drow um but the, even, we, even in our conversation about the D&D movie, where we were talking about how much that movie aside, I don't know that we went too deep into this, but the, uh, I, no, I think we did actually talk about it. Uh, the D&D movie, aside from being like a narrative movie, is very much a commercial for D, the D&D brand. Oh, Hasbro loved to make TV shows and films about the things they own and then make you buy more. Yep. <laughs> and that's what this feels like. Look, as a as a my little pony stan. <laughs> <laughs> look, we are look, all the princess castle bullshit that comes out when a new well, when the big episodes did drop, like it was mm -hmm. wild. It was wild. It would just be like, oh, hey, you enjoying this episode? How about you buy a big pink castle? Would you like to do that? And I was like, not really, but thank you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Hasbro, Hasbro are good yeah. at that. Very, very good. I've already seen, have you seen the, um, the like action figures and stuff for the characters? No, I haven't. That, they're just... Yeah, um, I went into game uh, with my coworkers to grab some uh, some magic cards because nerd nerds, um, but, and then they just had like yeah proper little action figures of like Simon the sorcerer and I think they had Holger and yeah I was just like oh they yeah. they're going for it really going for it wow oh that's yeah. really cool um, I yeah I mean it's also. I, it's cool, I guess, for the movie and the characters. I, I'm kind of of two minds about it as far as the treatment of the mm. brand. Because, like, on the one hand, mm. I like this much better than trying to do OGL stuff. Because it, it felt like the OGL mm. was an attempt to squeeze more money out of the existing fan base and other competitors. Oh, yeah. Like, no. I, I think, yeah, we're in yeah. agreement on that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but surely there are other ways to monetize the brand that don't involve uh, mm -hmm. exploiting other creators who are already making the game better. Uh, and this yeah. feels like a legitimate way of doing yeah. that. Like, I, I actually like this idea of being like, oh, let's combine our brand with a with a game that honestly does kind of fit with it. Like, I think Minecraft and D&D, &D, as we said, have a lot in common. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm um, like, I think that, um, yeah, like, I think maybe, I wonder when this was set in motion. I would be curious, you know, as to when, like, they established this kind of, like, tie-in with, with, like, Minecraft in particular. Um, like, was it pre-OGL? Had to be. Yeah. No, absolutely had to be. But, like, yeah, that was, that was, I mean, sorry, my brain was like, that was January. And <laughs> January of this year, <laughs> not even January of several years ago. This year. 
<laughs> no, I was like, what? So that's why my brain was like, oh, maybe it was before. Mm. No. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think, you know, they, they're covering themselves. They've got their fingers in a lot of pies, mm -hmm. which is an expression I hate, but I said it anyway. Um, <laughs> it's like a weird image. <laughs> Somebody standing there just with their hands, I don't like fingers outstretched in as many yeah. pies as they can get them in. <laughs> See, I, I, I think of, um, of just like one person with their one like index finger in one pie, and just staring directly at you. Because I think that's a more sinister image, you know. Just like, I hate, I hate. If they're that. moving <laughs> the finger, then it is very sinister. No, <laughs> like that's where it's like, uh, stop, like. That's where it's like, what is this? Nineteen ninety. I want to say. Uh, oh, yeah, American and Pie. Is this I think, American Pie. I think that was nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> I oh, let me see. Let me see. On. I'm gonna verify I'm this, Liv, because you might you might be correct. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh uh, no, you're right. You're right. It's ninety nine. No, of course it was ninety nine. Everyone was getting feral about the noughties coming. <laughs> the <up. laughs> reason I think it was ninety nine. The reason I, th I thought it was ninety nine is because they play mm -hmm. uh, one week at the end. And I feel like one week by one one week, uh, one week mm -hmm. by the bare naked ladies came out right around Damn. the end. Of, let me see. Yeah, it came out in 1998. Mm -hmm. uh, so you yeah. see a lot of stuff using that from the years 1999 to mm -hmm. 2000. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go, everyone. Yeah. Um, 1999. Yeah, the Digimon movie Pie. also used um, one week. Oh yeah. my god! I fucking love the new movie. <laughs> Yo, though, I really like. I like. Can we talk for a moment, very briefly, about yeah. how Digimon <laughs> as a brand, when we talk about the mm -hmm. anime, is so much better than Pokemon? Oh, forgot. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Like the anime was so much more gripping. Like um, that. I like that. There's like a an actual kind of narrative to it. I know there is for like. Pokemon, but it's like basically one-offs. Yeah. Like every episode is like a one-off, and it's like boring. I can't keep up with that. Um, Digimon has like uh, like cool like narrative stuff in terms of like how the Digimon evolve, and like it has like tension. It has like passion. Mm -hmm. It's it's great. When I say passion, I mean like <laughs> argument. It's not like not like uh, the passions of Digimon. Like <laughs> there are romantic subplots though, from time to there time. Are, not like super true. deeply explored, but they're that there. Yeah, no, that's true. Which is, yeah, more than you could say for Pokemon. What, a Butterfree loves another Butterfree? Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you went old school, Liv. You twisted the knife. That was, whenever Ash cries, whenever it's an episode where Ash cries, uh, it's like, oh, man. I don't oh, care. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, I will say, I will say for like the first Pokemon movie, though, that just break me Yo, every single time. Surprisingly like, dark. Just... Yeah, so dark, and I yeah. loved it. Uh, <laughs> just like I, if, if I if, if if I think too hard about the the scene with the two Pikachu's, oh, I will they're just die. slapping so each other and that. crying. No, they're <laughs> so chew, chew, and they just keep slapping each other in like, the face. And then the yeah. oh, ugh, oh, that was legitimately yeah. very dramatic for a kid movie. for a kids movie. It was a yeah. lot. Did you Absolutely. ever see the uh, the Absolutely. the Pokemon the third movie, The Spell of the Unknown? I don't okay. think I did. So, Liv, you're about to find out something about me that I don't think you know, and I don't think anyone really knows publicly. Um, up well, through the <laughs> year, I think 2020, I have seen every oh. single Pokemon movie that was released. 
Uh, maybe 2020, 2021. How I've many are all there? All of them. Uh, I are there like 15? um no, there is at least 20. I think at this point. Okay. Oh, I thought you were gonna go lower. No, no there's, there's a 20. lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> I and Whoa. a friend from college. Shout out to Christopher Sanchez mm-hmm. wherever you are. Uh, he does not listen to this oh, show, Chris- but he does play D and D. Well, then what the, what the fuck, Christopher? <laughs> we in <laughs> college <your> decided <laughs> to start watching and ranking the Pokemon movies. Oh, very good. And Love that. To this day, the our number one ranked Pokemon movie of all time is Pokemon 3, is Spell it? of the Unknown. Wow. It is one of okay. the few in the franchise that okay, is actually a good movie. Okay. Like it's a legitimately good film. <laughs> Just watching it, it's like, oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is good. This is a good movie. Speaking of brand tie-ins, don't you love it when brand tie-ins actually like deliver? And it's like you didn't have to go this hard, but you did, and like it's yeah. great. <laughs> like the, uh, a, a very quick yeah. premise of the plot: uh, there is it's basically mm-hmm. a young girl whose dad is an archaeologist and whose mom is is gone. She disappeared in an archaeology mm-hmm. accident. No joke. Uh, yes. What? Her mom, her <laughs> mom was lost in an archaeology accident. Too much dirt. Well, they get what into that. Uh, so her dad, her oh. dad is studying these Pokemon called the Unknown, which are uh, Generation 2. Yeah, oh, they I look like the letters of the alphabet. Yeah. Um, in this yeah. movie, uh, he's he's looking at like all of these markings made out of like unknown, and then he's he's looking at apparently the unknown have like some kind of special powers or something, and he accidentally summons them, and they they poof him to another dimension. But somehow they I forget exactly how, but they get connected with his young daughter, and basically start accessing her dreams and wishes, and start bringing oh. everything she wants to life. So they bring Ooh. her dad back as that, an Entei, okay. which is the, the fire dog, like of the three legendary beasts. Entei is the fire one. Oh, well. Has a face kind of like a Pekingese, actually, in some ways. Oh. Pokemon. Yeah. Entei. E-N-T-E-I for anyone who's trying to look up what an Entei is. Yeah. Oh, this guy. So yes. uh, Entei is one of the legendary beasts from Generation 2. Uh, and they, the unknown mm-hmm. bra- like reincarnate her father, whom they poofed to another dimension. Uh, they reincarnate mm. him as an Entei, like same voice actor. So they killed him. Uh, well, it's it, what what you find out is no, they, he went to wherever the mom. Not went. a question. They it, like whatever. Did. It's I oh, think heaven? I think they I think they took the mom. <laughs> it's either that or like the mom had mental illness problems and actually left the family. I oh. think it was something like that. Like yeah, because wow. spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler That's alert for a movie that came big. out in the year two thousand. Uh, she comes back at the very very end. <laughs> As no, she just comes back as a person. She just walks up to the mansion. <laughs> well, that's yeah. She just okay. walks up, and it's like yeah. oh, she's back. <laughs> um, wow! I look. I think all three of them should have become the the legendary dogs. The that's whole my, family. That's my hot take. Yeah, the whole family. I think that they should have been. Uh, the kids should have been the yellow one, and the mom should have been the blue yeah. one. And then the they actually the do fire. have a movie with Suicune, uh, the blue one. That's the one after this Pokemon Forever. Yeah, uh, Celebi, Voice of the Forest is also what it's called. Uh, that one features, no joke, a, 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 an appearance by a young Professor Oak. Like a child Professor Oak gets shot <gasps> oh forward in time and teams up with Ash. And they go on an, adv- an adventure involving Suicune. 
Yes. Of course. That's, yeah, no, of course. Uh, but of course that happens. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Pokemon 3, the movie, is actually pretty mm-hmm. good because the mo- the crux of the movie okay. is uh, Ash trying to help this girl who is getting everything she ever wanted, but none of it satisfies her and none of it's real. And what she really wants is for her family mm. to come back. And the unknown are trying to provide this. Yeah. And she's uh, she's just, yeah. Well, they're the one who took took the, the, the parents yeah. away yeah. what are they doing just bring back the parents yeah know. look the unknown are more uh, of a the force than are people <laughs> yeah the unknown are, are goofing <laughs> it up they, they fucked up and now they're trying to fix it and they're not <laughs> not doing it right um but yes, we were talking about D and D and Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, so D and D and Minecraft. Um, I uh, I think. Brand yes. tie-ins are good. Sometimes, and sometimes this is this is an example of expansion that I actually it's... think is a good idea mm-hmm. because this is something that is creative mm-hmm. and cool. Yes, as long as it's not just like corporate slop, then that, then that's fine by me. You know, <laughs> it's just like they literally were just like, "What if this was this?" and then like slap it together. Then mm-hmm. that you know that isn't isn't the the best thing for me. But yeah, no, like the D and D film. We've already discussed that episode might be out yes. now, probably. Um, yes. Uh, good stuff. Love that. I love that they just kind of like made a really good fun thing with it. And I, I hope that this is going to be the same thing, the Minecraft thing. Yes, I hope. I hope that this will be like a legitimately fun experience uh, just as like a video game. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess sure. the moral of the story is... Uh, when trying to like if you have a successful brand and you're trying to expand it into other forms of media or just make more money i think or, or specifically in order to make more money i feel like you should always try and make it creatively good like you should you should try and service the creative aspects first yeah. and make it something that people will actually want yeah. to do yeah genuinely try to make something engaging and also don't fuck with your creators that yeah you <laughs> spread the word about your brand you know just like yeah just a recommendation you know yep. <laughs> yep. um but enough about yep. D. hey psa everyone jeremy uh is super jet lagged and um it this is gonna be this yeah. is gonna be fun uh you you can yeah, hopefully you've brought us back in by now daniel so i had said enough about D, but it's actually not enough about D. <laughs> We have more things to say. <laughs> Why would you just bareface lie to the audience, Jeremy? I'm so sorry. Why would you do that? I, would I can't like believe to that. Apologize uh, from the bottom of my heart mm. to all of you yeah. for the horrible lies that I just that I just yeah. told specifically just told. Yeah, and like also behind Jasper's back. Jasper's not yeah. here. Well, Can't I always this. lie behind his I- back. That's all I do. Liv and I have a separate chat that is just lies. Hobby, hobby. Yeah, it was just it's just spreading lies, and then it's got like a just like a, a picture of us giggling. <laughs> We're not even talking about Jasper. We're talking about other stuff, just no. random things. <laughs> it's stuff that has nothing to do with us. It's like, oh, did you hear that the council in <laughs> in in Edinburgh, <laughs> Edinburgh High Council, said that they are going to. Getting by in council is going to ban the horses in the city limits. <laughs> Did you know that ants have formed a union? There's a colony of ants that have formed a union and are demanding better Ooh. rights from the queen. Ooh. Yes, they're considering moving to a constitutional good for, good for monarchy. 
Oh, very good. It's a dictatorship as it is. I, you know, that's uh, good for them. Yes, good inspired them. by the United <laughs> System. <laughs> <laughs> they said, look what happened to Lizzie. Look what happened to her. Look what happened. <laughs> if you don't want to go the same way Ants can speak. of getting old and, and perishing and having us all mourn you, yes. and then you're replaced by, by a much less popular uh, child. <laughs> <laughs> the ants, yes, they said this. They said this to us. They sent us a letter. Um, <laughs> so that's that's a glimpse into the room. yeah. So, the, yeah, so that's, that's the live chat. chat. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is the truth that we were going to talk about? The actual thing. <laughs> Do we know how to truth anymore? Uh, the actual thing was D and D direct. Specifically, we got more information about the VTT. Yeah. Yes, virtual tabletop. Um, yeah, no, it's it looks good. <laughs> I have not seen anything about it yet. End of comment. So I am shooting from the hip on this. Liv, can you please tell mm. me what these announcements were about the new VTT? <sighs> well. <laughs> <laughs> announcements today from the indie director what is your jeremy this is who i am we we finally found the true name (laughs) this is why i lie i i did turn to to jasper like while we were on our way um back from getting some food before we headed back from london recently um just was like oh i need i'm gonna come get my bags from your car and i was like oh no those are mine now uh, I love to thieve. Those are mine. I, I thieve them from you. And he looked at me for such a long time. Um, but <laughs> and then you drove away. It's like, what? Yeah, and then I left. <laughs> you didn't get your stuff back. No, I, I, I kid. In Jamaica, they say teeth. Um, so- you teeth him. You teethed him. Oh, I you teeth. him. Oh, my yeah. God. At I least my mom him. in the yeah. past, who was born in Jamaica, has said, like, I'm going to teeth you. Oh, I love. So sorry teeth. to any actual um, current Jamaican citizens. My mom is not a Jamaican citizen anymore. Mm-hmm. She's a British citizen. So I don't. I don't know if mm-hmm. Jamaica of the nineteen. She forgot all the words. Uh, is the same as Jamaican Jamaica today in terms of uh, the use of the word teeth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. You let us know, everyone. Uh, for, for everyone. Everyone know. Um. So. So the 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 other features that the app. Was showed off the, the the other features that were showed off were character miniatures being moved okay. around, <laughs> dice being rolled in in three. Oh yes, um, and flamey fireballs <gasps> being cast. Um, I know there were also monsters and fire tokens being spawned. Fire tokens. Yeah, so like, like it, yeah, the building got I, set on fire and there were fire tokens appearing. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were like fire tokens. Like that was basically saying like this area is fire. Don't go into it. Um. There were like also automated roles to like um like see if something hit. So like yeah, you know, the classic the mm-hmm. classic stuff. Um I think like they have included like a you know, features to add advantage and disadvantage. Mm. Uh you can see people's HP over their heads really e- easily and see like their names so you can keep track of everyone really well. The initiative um, order, I see in one of these photos, it looks like there's an initiative order at the top, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It looks honestly, it looks like higher quality than other, you know, other things mm-hmm. that I've seen, other like virtual tabletops that I've that I've seen. Um, like it makes me wonder how 
how much you have to put into putting stuff together if you're a dm or if like they'll have like here is a tavern that we've generated for you feel free to add or take away yes that kind of thing. i mean looking at this so they specifically addressing that uh they said content mm. created by the DD community will be i'm reading from the uh an, uh an article on this website Dicebreaker. i'm not sure if you're familiar with live mm. uh content created by the DD community will be doesn't ring a bell quote, but you should yes you should check it out. uh content yeah. created by the DD community will be quote a big part end quote of the DD virtual tabletop according to stutzman adding that a mm. marketplace offering third-party creation will be, quote, core to the final experience. D&D is the first okay. mod community, end quote, uh, Stutzman said, adding that Wizards of the Coast wants to provide its official content, such as environments, uh, as building blocks that people can break apart and use to make their own content. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Halflings, I would like to thank our sponsor for today, Factor. With the busy season fast approaching, you might be on the lookout for some wholesome, convenient meals for a jam packed days. I know that I do. One of my favourite things about having a ready-to-eat meal kit is the fact that I get a nice variety to my diet. It is so easy when you're busy and you're trying to look for nutritious food to eat to just eat the same things over and over again. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Factor is here to help you. Skip the next trip to the grocery store, all the chopping and prepping and cleaning too, whilst getting all the flavour, nutrition and quality that you need. Factor's fresh, never fresh frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to crushing your day. 
you can choose from over 34 flavor-packed meals per week. And the Calorie Smart meals come in at less than 550 calories per serving. And if you need a little extra boost in the day, there is an assortment of 45-plus add-ons that you can snack on, including breakfast items, including apple cinnamon pancakes, or as we like to call it, second breakfast. And just in case you need any more convincing, Factor offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for all of their production sites and offices. Head over to factormeals.com slash halflings50 and use the code halflings50 to get 50% off. That's the code halflings50 at factormeals.com slash halflings50 to get 50% off. You are so welcome. Enjoy your tasty, nutritious meals for half price. Go now. What are you doing? Go, 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 run, go get the meals. Go, 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 go. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to you know solving a problem and you realize that Mm -hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a a professional to deal with it right off the bat you can easily injure and or maim yourself as well yeah you don't want to do that angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process you just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. Cool. Okay, so that is basically like the people as we said earlier who are builders and who mm-hmm. are good at it will be able to share, share it with the normies like myself that's really that's really cool yeah that's really exciting. um yeah like actually jeremy i didn't um ask are you more of a builder or more of a player um kind of sort of kind of a mix i would say because I will engage okay. with the main plot, but a lot of times I will be like okay that's the main plot i'm gonna go see what's over here now bye um, like yeah. even as a player yeah, yeah, yeah. in long, I haven't gotten to play in that many long running campaigns, but I almost always end up with mm-hmm. at least one side hustle that is usually mm-hmm. more interesting sure. to me than the actual plot. And it's not like an interest. That's not an insult <laughs> yeah. to the plot. I just become like, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing that other stuff so that I can go back and do this. Um, okay, I became gotcha. a businessman gotcha. in Jasper's old old series. Uh, he used to run and make. Mm-hmm. We may start it again. Uh, but my character was originally <gasps> just looking for his hat, and then he became like a mm-hmm. business mogul with like an empire. By the end, I had clothes. Uh, like I had, I had cl- uh, high end suits. I had sneakers. <laughs> I had glad. hats that I was producing. <laughs> uh, I invented the business suit. <laughs> Uh, in that game, I Very also good. had an army of street <laughs> urchins that I was training to yes, be my own urchins. personal, uh, I guess, peacekeeping army. So they would go out and address like the crime in a lot of these places and crime syndicates and try and take mm-hmm. them down. Um, 
while also advertising for my products. Uh, it was, and I also got, had gotten into the hotel business. I think I had bought a hotel. Wow. <laughs> I'm wondering how Jasper went about this. Just like, oh, so you want, you want to go by and you want to go and talk to a real estate agent and have a look at some hotels. Yeah. Okay. There were, well, there was a building right, so that I were... wanted, to, there was a hotel that I wanted to buy because when I, when I brought in all of the mm. urchins, I realized I don't have a place to house them. So I had enough money to go and oh, buy a hotel. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is a great deal because a lot of what if these people what if these kids don't want to go out and fight crime i can hire some of them to work at the hotel that's true yeah honest living like they can actually yeah. they can get paid and i'm gonna pay them a lot like i was paying <laughs> i was paying these kids a lot of money nice so i was like these yeah they, the hope is that they start here and then maybe they can expand and go off and do their own stuff down the line yeah yeah that's very good. Very, very good. Very yeah. good of your and that had nothing to very do very with very the good. main plot. <laughs> None of that had anything mm. to do yeah. with the main plot. <laughs> I'm glad that you were allowed to do yeah. that. Thank you, Jasper, for dreams. allowing me. <laughs> Jasper recently actually calculated how much money uh, my character would have made in the in the years since we last <laughs> played that campaign. And I, it was it was in the tens of oh, yeah. thousands of gold pieces. I think it was something like 50,000 something deal. gold pieces or something. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No. Not. Not bad at a all. Pure profits. Um, also, this is a quick. Uh. A pure. Oh, that cash. Cash dollar. Dollar. Um. You. You've seen Broad City. I've seen right? clips. Uh. And like an episode or two. Okay. This is bit. Whenever somebody mentions a business suit, <laughs> or any kind of suit, <clears throat> my mind immediately goes to this moment in um one episode where Ilana um it hired a bunch of interns. To basically do her mm -hmm. job for her um so that she could just like relax and do whatever and then they were getting the experience um and then she was like at like a lunch uh with abby her friend and she was like saying uh like i'm a businesswoman now i've got this beautiful white power suit it's great i'm really excited like blah 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 and then later on uh she realizes that all the interns she's hired are minorities oh, <laughs> And then she looks down at herself and she's like, this is my white power oh, suit. Oh, no. no! <laughs> that is very funny. And it's very good. It's very, very good. Uh, well, you should watch Poor yeah. City if you haven't, people. Uh, whoever is very, very good. Is Ilana Glazer um, white? But, I thought um, she wasn't, but she might be. Uh, she is Jewish, oh, okay. I believe. But like, so that, but, but white and Jewish, I believe. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Um, I, I will double check that because I would like to get somebody's ethnicity. Correct. If I can, if I can, you gonna give me that information? Nationality, American. Uh, what? Says. Where? Like, does it say where? Uh, what ethnicity her parents were, or are? I guess they mm, could very the well still be alive. She is not an old person. I, I hope they are. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Uh, 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 uh. No, 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 no. I can't find that. But she was roommates with Rachel Bloom oh, after college. That's fun, isn't it? That makes sense. I yeah. can see them getting along. Yeah, like, yeah, me too. I could, I could, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. I'm going to continue looking for Alana Glace's <laughs> details. <laughs> we could keep yeah. talking about D&D. &D. Oh, wait. <laughs> um, uh, she grew up uh, in a reformed Jewish family uh, in St. James, New York. Uh, and is, is of 
Ashkenazi yes. Jewish descent. So uh, Ashkenazi are, I think, uh, they're part of the Ashkenazi Jews are part of the uh, Jewish diaspora. Mm. They were dia- they were they were um, mm. uh, they were dispersed from their origins. Uh, this is a quote from Wikipedia in their in the Levant by the Holy Roman mm. Empire around the end of the first millennium oh. uh, CE. So for the last thousand years. So I guess European likely. Uh, yeah. I guess. Okay. So, so she's yeah. white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fun times. That was yeah. Go watch Broad uh, City. So that's uh, look. For, watch Broad City. Check yeah. out Alana. And Glazer. watch Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Speaking uh, of Rachel Bloom. <laughs> Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Uh, we've t- I've spoken yeah. about this a little bit, haven't we? Crazy Ex Girlfriend slaps so hard. It's so good. And like, if we could get Rachel Bloom on here, that would that would be really cool. Oh, Alana. Both. Let's get yes. both of them on. They were roommates. It'd be fun. Yes. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> and we can talk. Like, it would be so cool. We could talk to Rachel Bloom about making music. We could play games with her. Whatever. We could get them on know. for like, I feel like they would yeah. excel at number one, Paradox Perfect, and mm. also like a Grant Howitt, uh, yes. like mini RPG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey yeah. Heist? Very like true. get them in here Very for true. a Honey Heist? Yeah. Honey Heist? Yes. They would smash That would be the amazing. Sorry, yes. Yes, so. It's pre-alpha still. Uh, <laughs> pre-alpha it's coming out you'll be able to play this mm-hmm. year it says in this article from dicebreaker.com um who seem pretty good <laughs> i don't know them um just but kidding why are they, breaking, why are they breaking the dice why are they breaking the dice that's what i want to know they're, they're, well you know it's, it's to make sure everyone gets along it's to just like <laughs> you've never heard the that phrase to no? solve problems to break everyone's dice yeah yeah watch out and then you, it's gone yeah <laughs> it's a fun little pot game um <laughs> but uh uh yeah something that intrigues me here as well is that it's going to be supported to uh for online playing across online play across pc mobile devices and yes. games consoles so like that's pretty interesting like how so basically like i guess like the gm i assume will need to be on some kind of like pc perhaps to get like proper mobility like with moving things mm. around and stuff but you know if you're a player you can just play on your on your phone you can play on your on your ps yeah. whatever your tablet yeah. uh i yeah the idea of being able to play on like ps5 play D on a ps5 that is wild like as long as you're on a voice call with them I, like moving around moving stuff around blah 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 attacking yeah yeah so this perfect. honestly sounds in some ways like the platonic ideal of a game like this, where like if you don't want to mm. do theater of the mind and you are and you do have to play mm. remotely, uh, you can yeah. do, like even the, the features that they're listing. These are planned features. So who knows whether they all show up, uh, but they have mm-hmm. they're saying you can change lighting, the time of day, the weather. Yeah. So you could add rain or falling fire embers. Ooh, yeah, that's and apparently there's going to be some kind of homebrew options here. It says the player, uh, the, the app will allow players to experience the Dungeons and Dragons rules as it's written, but also with the flexibility for DMs to go beyond the rules and play as they want to. That's really cool. Yeah, like looking at it, like um, if you haven't seen it, it's got similar kind of visuals to Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate 3. If you have played or seen any of that. Go watch Liv play um, it on her YouTube but, like, channel. The I- <laughs> I did I do that? I think it was I like one of the first done. things I ever uh, saw that you had done that you had done a you would you played <laughs> through like one of the early like alpha versions of mm. Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I definitely did that on 
on on Twitch. Yeah, I love you, does dark magic on Twitch. I'll probably get back to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> I have so many high hopes for myself. Um, but yeah, so the idea that you can like adapt like such a powerful tool, uh, seemingly to like you know work with your own rules as well. That's yeah. pretty impressive. I've got high hopes for this. Like as much as I'm like, uh, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of like the 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 company the way that things are being handled by D as a company this mm. hopefully w- down the line can serve as a model in terms of like the virtual tabletop aspects uh assuming mm. that all of this comes to fruition and does not turn out to be some horrible mm. exploitative thing that harms people the guess what it's us again <laughs> a, a interruption uh, um, alarm alert <sighs> because oh boy wizards have done it again um <laughs> Uh, um, we were going to continue on um, praising the VTT and giving our opinions on what we've seen so far, but then something happened that we felt it might be prudent to chat about, Jeremy. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, during the Creator Summit uh, that was held a couple of weeks ago now, uh, I think. As of this well, as recording, of recording, I think it was held. Mm-hmm. Was it held last week? It was held last week, wasn't it? Was it held last? Oh my god! I think it oh, was. it's been a, it's been a lot for us. Yeah, uh, we've been at Jasper's wedding. It's we, it's it's very confusing. Whoa, yeah, I think um, it was held a, a week before. Whoa. Wow. Okay, <laughs> time has flown. But <laughs> even more astounding than that is the fact that, um, yeah, you know what? Let's just dive straight into it. Wizards didn't have much of a i an idea about what the VTT was kind of going to be about. Like they didn't have many, there were so many questions about the VTT naturally. But they didn't have many answers, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, it's we're going to do an episode in which we actually talk to someone who was mm-hmm. at the event so we can get yeah. more of the deets. But in general, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's fair to say that Wizards was unprepared for what the, the attendees were expecting. And even oh, yeah. beyond <laughs> that, they appear to have been unprepared to actually answer a lot of questions about the VTT itself. Yeah, which is like, I, I don't understand because surely they were avoiding any like hard hitting, uncomfortable questions. You know, they, that, that kind of thing wasn't even um, mentioned uh, until... Well, we'll get on to that next week. But you would think in order to cover for that, they would have a lot of information about the VTT. You you would think. Yeah, because that seems to have been... It seems like they were trying to treat it like an expo, basically. Mm. But from the indications that I've seen, I mean, first of all, treating it like an expo in and of its... Like, as a strategy, seems to have been pretty wrong-headed. And again, we'll get into that yeah. on another episode. Uh, but... Th- it, Every indication I've seen is like they were unable to say how much or roughly how much the thing would cost. Uh, mm-hmm. It appears that it's they, they weren't able to answer whether it was going to be. Uh, let me see if I can find. I'm, I'm looking currently mm-hmm. at Daniel Kwan's summary uh, mm-hmm. of the events. Let me see. Yes. Here. Um, uh, full disclosure, I guess. I So I was at, in the first half. There was it was a, it was an eight hour, eight hour session. Um, uh, the creator summit. I was in the first four hours and then I did because it was quite late in the UK at that point so I had to had to go mm. um, and that and everything 
everything kind of kicked off after that naturally. Yeah. Um, but um, Jeremy and Jasper were not uh, were not there, so we're, we're referring to uh, eyewitness accounts right now. Yeah, all of us were invited, but only Liv was able to attend. Mm-hmm. I had an RP Geeks thing, and I can't remember what Jasper yeah. was doing, but I think all three of us were otherwise engaged. Um, Probably prepping for the wedding. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yes, okay. Um, they were saying that... Let me see if I can find the section on the VTT here. Um, there was... Uh, <sighs> Uh, they, one thing that just I just saw that they were not they had no and basically the, imp- the impression I'm getting is that they had not thought of accessibility features for mm. uh, D&D Beyond or I guess I guess by proxy the VTT. Uh, yeah. According to Daniel, it says the conversation seemed to favor ease of play surrounding character creation mm-hmm. over ease of use. An uh, example, features like dark mode. Which, yeah, you know, light yeah. sensitivity, like the contrast is sometimes better for people of dark mode. There's other examples of, of things that can mm-hmm. be very helpful. Um, let me see. Yeah. Uh, for for uh, To make these things more accessible for different people. Mm-hmm. Um, the, okay, yeah. So I know that they had mentioned they weren't sure what the pricing was going to be. Which obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you can't know exactly what it's going to be. But it sounds like they no. were not able to give any real indication as to how much it was going to cost. Apparently it's not even going to be available in browsers uh, that it uh-huh. it's, it's something that is uh, app only as of right now. So you okay. can download I it. I assume download from like steam or something. Yeah. Or maybe D and D beyond. I'm not sure. Um, maybe another thing I think that had come up was uh, they want you to be able to play it on any device that you have. But I remember somebody mm. saying like, Hey, um, what about like people who want to stream ourselves like use this for streaming how hungry is this going to be data wise like how is this going to be workable and apparently people were like apparently they were like what yeah no i think that did come up in my session um there was a lot of like um oh that's not something we've looked into um we haven't got an answer for you just yet just kind of like obvious obfuscating which is has become a a running trend unfortunately Mm. um yeah i i mean no no shade to um the people who i was in a room with um because they did the best with what they had i imagine but um it was all very like it was like yeah it was marketed as like office hours like um, all of us were like split up into different rooms um and uh allowed to well that the thing was that they weren't sure what they were supposed to be doing question mark like like yeah no it it was it was strange because like people eventually got into the rhythm of like asking questions about the vtt and mostly the vtt but it was kind of like oh yeah ask us whatever we don't know we're supposed to be doing really so i imagine they got the i imagine they got the short end of the stick and were just kind of like thrust in there like okay uh you know mm-hmm. so i don't think it was on them yeah honestly it, it seems uh consistently in this situation as well as in others that the pe- the people who are the closest to the creators and the the game itself mm-hmm. are the ones who are like we want to make this good and we want to, yeah. they're the, they're the, they're never the bad guys or almost never the bad guys. Oh, for it sure. Seems. It seems uh, like they're often the most helpful, the most understanding uh, people. And it seems like a lot of the issues are being made by the people who are running things. Uh, yes, but there's the a lot. want to see the money, the people who are like um, basically 
it's it's capitalism at, at play yeah. for sure you know yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh and yeah we thought it would we would be remiss to try and be like hey good yes. job which is the coast when wow. it's like okay because like, really it seems like their entire handling of that entire event was poor and obviously the lead up mm. to the event i know they got some criticism uh for not really doing anything to defend people online uh, or protect creators online who were invited to this thing and had agreed to this thing, regardless of whether or not uh, you agree with people going. I think everyone can agree that if Wizards of the Coast is inviting people, it is their responsibility to try and make their event something that is safe to attend, even in the lead up. Like if 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 if, if people are getting ripped up on social media, uh, then I think so. People were criticizing the uh, uh, creators for attending the event. Yes, exactly. I did not see any of that, thankfully. Yes. Um, but I guess it's it's a creators who made it known that they were going. I yes. Uh, yeah. It seems right. like people who were publicly talking about it uh, were the ones who received criticism. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, but it's regardless of like I I don't want to get into the whole criticism because that's <laughs> that could be a whole episode unto itself to be honest. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, it might be. But the. Uh, I think Wizards of the Coast, regardless of which side you're coming down on in terms of whether or not people should have been going, in my opinion, at least, Wizards of the Coast should have done something. Even if it's just like a tweet, mm. a public tweet to say, hey, everyone, just to clarify, this is the event. We're making the information yeah. about the event known publicly so that people are not because uh, clearly the creators at least a large percentage of them thought that they were going to actually for an actual summit to be able to have yeah. their voices heard uh and yep. discuss presumably I was one of those people Exactly yeah. <laughs> uh and I think Wizards of the Coast should have come forward and said hey everybody just so you know these are the plans for the event this is what we were planning on doing that would have helped not only uh I guess clarify everything for people but would have potentially helped the creators have a better understanding of what they were getting into Yeah Absolutely. I was looking for, uh, honestly, even even getting into the summit itself was a mess because, like, you, there was um, you were able to go face to face, but um, people from all across of the of the all across the world could attend digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, I attended digitally, and it was kind of the case of like, um, I assumed it was going to be like a link that you could just jump into, but you had to register, which is, I guess, fair. They're trying to protect. Um, you know, trying to approve who comes in, mm-hmm. but then it was like I, I had to wait for ages, and oh yeah, and the it it started a whole I think at least ten minutes like late, and there were people in the chat and, uh, that were like, I have a call soon, I don't have the time to 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 be waiting like this, gang, mm-hmm. um, because because yeah, a lot of the creators who attended are, are their own bosses they're self-employed like you can't be wasting their time like yeah. this. you know like i understand as a as a content creator technical difficulties they happen very much so yes but just you would think that a bigger corporation like 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 wizards would would be able to handle that but i don't know it, it the impression i'm getting is that like even though more people were invited digitally then were invited to actually visit in person. The mm. plans in place for the digital guests were pretty thin. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, I, that seems to have been the big problem. Uh, again, I yeah, I'm with you. I would have expected like a link or something yeah. or even what they mm-hmm. did last year where they had everybody when they did the spell jammer thing and everybody was on the ship and you had your little avatars and you yes. could run around and hear oh, stuff. Yeah. 
I remember that. That yeah. seemed mm. to work pretty well. Like once you were. Was that the summit last year? Was that what that was? No, it, I think it was D and D direct. It was something similar. Okay. Okay. I think I think that's what they. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think it was. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. But that was all that was like weirdly secretive uh, and but it, it mm. at least functioned like I'm not they don't need to create an entire ship, but something that's like a room where you can go to tables and interact with different creators uh, and and just chat with them. That seemed to function well, uh, mm. at least for me. And I didn't hear that it was failing for others. So, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a shame because like, um you know, I was in the chat and loads of different creators like from across the space were in the chat. And initially people were very excited. We were all kind of like typing, trying to like, you know, make sure that everyone was like in the know, asking questions. It's like, hey, what are we going to get in soon? We're excited to, you know, talk to you mm -hmm. and hear what you have to say and stuff. I think everyone kind of walked in there hoping for something different and did not get what they wanted. Yeah. Unfortunately. And uh, mm -hmm. to be, yeah, it's... It it kind of sucks that we that well honestly I think what it comes down to is again this is a corporation uh, yeah. we can't be trusting the corporation uh, no. as much as it's like yay I like that they're monetizing it this way and maybe not that other way it is ultimately still <laughs> we're we're looking at a capitalist system their goal here is to yeah. make money it is not to satisfy fans the only reason they would want to satisfy fans yeah. at the top of course the people making the game often are fans and of course want to satisfy mm -hmm. fans but the people who own the game are in this to the only reason they would want to satisfy fans is is if that made them money yeah for sure and uh, like i mean to an extent i believe that is is fairly uh, true to say of of D, &D. like you know I, I think that you know the creators have made the game you know like at this point so for me uh, yeah like, like you say i think it, it just shows a lack of understanding of their product and their audience like from a higher level you know mm -hmm. like um uh, the oh, I think community director. Oh, Dixon um, was not not Dixon. Somebody else. Oh, well, um, I've met Dixon, and Dixon's great. Ah, uh, okay. Shout out to Dixon. Um, uh, shout out to Dixon. Shout Dubo. out to Dixon. Uh, just, they're a great person. Uh, really nice, <laughs> and apparently were awesome at this event. Even. Okay. So fantastic. shout out to Dixon for consistently being great. <laughs> We love that. We love to see it. Um, I'm going to find them uh, properly in a minute. But the community um, manager was like, um, you could tell that uh, she was really eager to like, um, uh, she, she said that she's been, she's been making her voice heard in the space and she understands like she, she, you could see that she is a fan and she's been like, you know, speaking up, uh, but it just, it seems to be kind of falling down around mm. everyone. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look for her now. Uh, I'll just run through Daniel Kwan's key takeaways, specifically sure. about the VTT, uh, just mm. to give, because we've, we have been talking about it. So a little bit of con a little bit of further in, uh, not uh, further context and further info about it uh, that we didn't have yeah. when we originally recorded this. Uh, they are in playtesting right now, but playtesting is only open to Wizards of the Coast employees and their family, friends and family at the moment. This will be extended to influencers and then some form of closed alpha slash beta. They presently do not have a process outlined for a closed alpha slash beta, which I don't know a ton about game development. I would imagine that means they're still quite early in the process. 
Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that makes sense. No other RPGs are being considered for port into the D&D Beyond VTT. Uh, so that'll be similar. Apparently, that's similar to Foundry and Roll20. They're not going to be. I think Roll20, mm -hmm. obviously, and I believe Foundry will let you Roll, use other yeah. uh, TTRPGs. Uh, Roll20 Roll definitely does. Yeah. For sure. um, yeah. They are not doing that with this. You can apparently use other TTRPGs, but the, it, the system is not designed to work with them. So what it won't like have automated features. My, uh, my understanding mm -hmm. is that with this VTT, it will like you can enter in your character information and information for all the uh, the bad guys, and it will like do the rolling, calculate everything, do the damage mm -hmm. for you. That is, it sounds like it's approaching almost a video game. Like you enter in yeah. all of your D and D stuff, and then a little video game thing. It, it's almost mm -hmm. like entering into a game and simulating it. Yeah. Visually, it looks very Baldur's Gate. Like you can tell, there's like a lot of inspiration from mm. from that. I think. Yeah, they're uh, using the Unreal Engine Five. Mm, okay. So yeah, and they're gonna. They also plan to bring that to the con to use that to bring the the VTT to consoles. E even more of a video game type deal. Uh, For sure. Which again, like all of these, if if ugh, I, none of these sound like bad things to me, I. <laughs> I get that it's like, yeah, tabletop, we would prefer, to, I prefer physical dice. I, that's completely understandable. But I do think mm -hmm. that that added element of convenience does make the game potentially more accessible to people, for example, who would struggle with math, who might struggle with some yes. of the visual stuff, visual aspects, and maybe don't have access to like minis and maps and all that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, me, for example, I am dreadful at like keeping track of like uh, initiative and turns and like da like damage and, and yeah, I'm, I'm dreadful at it. So um, yeah, it, it sounds like the type of thing that we uh, very useful for me, especially with my ADHD brain. Mm. Um, also, as an aside, uh, Latia is the community manager okay. uh, at Wizards. And uh, yeah, she was lovely. Um, you could tell that she had a real passion for everything that we were saying and was really excited to like you know work with us and and stuff but it seemed like she wasn't given that much of an, of an insight into what was going on mm. but yes well shout out to latia because i i i don't think yeah. i've met her but i think i've seen her and she seems like a cool mm. person yeah she does for sure um for sure uh oh they are uh they have apparently played the current build of the vtt on a phone uh and it will be a standalone right. desktop app and will not be available on a web browser so as of right now, they're just not even going to do that. A web browser. <clears throat> it is intended to be an ecosystem. Hmm. You can use it for a single combat encounter or tell the entire story with it. So uh, theoretically, hmm. I guess you could run your game through the VTT, ideally. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly how, but <laughs> I guess you could roll for different yeah. things. I'm guessing like you could do out of combat roles and... Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps create environments for players to go and explore that are not just combat focused. Mm -hmm. um, the yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just thinking about it. Go ahead now. Sorry for the interruption, uh, Jeremy. I'm just thinking about it, and I'm I'm trying to. Uh, I'm wondering if it's going to do an Overwatch. Um, <laughs> just because, like, uh, initially Overwatch was just like um, you pay one amount of watch one, you you pay the amount, and then you get it. Mm -hmm. I I feel like Wizards might go down like a kind of like like continuous source of income like a subscription service yes exactly i i just can't imagine because because they you know after all of the other money making stuff they were trying to do fell through mm -hmm. at the start of this year um i i feel like this is what they're really trying to push to make 
make money back, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so I'm just wondering, like, if they're going to try and go down that route or not. Uh, apologies for interrupting you, Jeremy. Just a no. thought that came to me. I think, I think, I think that is an entirely reasonable thing to say. Uh, and I, I'm, yeah, I agree. I would actually, I would almost be surprised if they didn't do a subscription yeah. service. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think a subscription service is probably honestly the best option monetly. Like, yeah. Cause they're trying to make more money at this and yeah. Um, yeah. It mm-hmm. does mean that the thing better be good, uh, but that would also—that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, it also starts to make it sound like the world's first MMO TTRPG. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Because if exactly. there are features included, where like, for example, it's not just a group going on and playing together, you can go and find groups. Say you can just oh. advertise combats on there, and people can sign up, and then they come mm-hmm. in and play. Or you could be like, "Hey, I'm gonna run a one shot on this website. I don't know if or mm-hmm. through this app. I have not played mm-hmm. Overwatch, but my understanding is that like there's other areas. Well, not maybe not Overwatch. I thought there was at least one game like that where there were other areas where you could just go and do fu- st- fun stuff that was not like challenges. Is am I correct in thinking mm-hmm. that? Uh, are you, uh, with this, with Overwatch in particular, or just in, in general, or like... Yeah. Either with Overwatch or with another similar game, like a Fortnite or something like that. You, yeah, it, you can definitely do kind of like free play stuff, I guess, with Overwatch, like mm-hmm. you used to be able to, for sure. Um, but it, it, the, primar- the pr- primary use is just kind of like um, doing the, the fighting, just, just, yeah. just shooty, shooty, bang, bang. Okay, um, <laughs> shooty, shooty, yeah, bang, bang. But- yeah. <laughs> uh, if that address is what you were asking i have no idea i might have just been like yeah they go boom what <laughs> <laughs> we are all about things going boom here uh three black halflings mm-hmm. um for sure but yeah apparently yeah you can do anything you want that has like dice and minis in it it just won't have mm-hmm. the automation that comes with the D D rules they're not sure if a 2d yeah. version of it will be available it will uh th- it's currently planned to just be 3d uh they've speculated that this could take the form of a fixed camera view for phone users uh as an example mm. Uh, apparently they are excited about the prospect of machinima made using the vtt so apparently there may be the ability to hide UI, like the user interface uh, and other creative oh. uses for streaming. And I think that was where the question of like, hey, w- w- how hungry is this going to be? Like how how much mm. uh, memory and everything is this going to take or how much data rather is this going to use uh, mm. in order for us to be able to stream it? Because um, people are usually going to be running like o- uh, OBS and multiple other things in order to be able to yeah. run a stream along with OBS this. probably your web browser up while you like look for stats and stuff mm-hmm. and notes and yeah for sure uh and apparently there was a question about the representation of marginalized groups in the vtt uh its production mm-hmm. and how the conversation can happen early again i don't know exactly what that question was i don't know if that's like the question of hey can i make a character who is uh disabled or or is of like what mm. skin color and weight options are there? Yeah. Uh, can I make like a heavier character, a, a skinnier character? Um, mm. I imagine scars, etc. That sort of thing. I guess how detailed that yeah. might be. Full uh, customization. Yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, you could all at least it's been an issue for me when trying to buy uh, minis and terrain. I often find that for the settings that I'm running, there's just nothing that really exists for it. So if I'm like, mm-hmm. say I'm doing Outlaws and Obelisks, there's not a whole lot of there's you can find some desert stuff, but it's not you don't find like 
you, you're not going to find uh, North African style architecture or armor. Uh, yeah. You maybe could find some Westerns types, Western type stuff, but it's not going to be a, a close. It's not going to be very close. Um, yeah. Like it would be wonderful to know that you wouldn't have to kind of like settle for something adjacent to what you're looking for when you actually play the VTT. Like I think even we've had issues in the past just kind of like making sure that like because because it's north african architecture like you were saying is is very specific and it's not the same as like uh, a regular kind of desert or whatever so yeah we've had trouble like making sure that things look right for like wagadu mm -hmm. and stuff like that well you have jeremy in particular yeah yeah but yeah it, you would hope you would hope that wizards would cover that but also you know, other things have slipped through the cracks before. <laughs> yeah, my hopes are not high. <laughs> I'll be honest, mm. based on the yeah. track record. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, apparently there has been a lot of internal discussion so far around the character creation feature, but they're not really able to give much in terms of specifics because apparently it's still pretty mm. early in the process. And go ahead. Um, uh, <laughs> I was thinking if it's anything like the, well, the Baldur's Gate, um, character creator although i know it's made by a different you know it's made by larian um i think that's right um there's not much in terms of like uh size weight for example there's not much like it's the body type is what it is um but that might change because it's, it's still in like beta testing mm -hmm. i think um in alpha um one of them beta or alpha um and yeah it if it's if it's going to be a similar kind of engine to that um, if they're just kind of like reusing stuff from that, which they might, I have no idea. Any any game any game developers in the chat who can like let us know, um, reach out to us because that'd be great. But um, yeah, like I, I, so far from what I've seen from like uh, Baldur's Gate three, there's not much customization options mm. going for it. So hopefully it'll be different. But yeah, yeah, that was just a thought. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Like I don't, I I've mm. seen uh some. I think I've watched some of you playing uh, Baldur's Gate actually before you were even <laughs> mm -hmm. on Three Black Halflings. Uh, oh, really? yeah. oh my god! Yeah, um, that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah. it was good times. Uh, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> it was good. I didn't know you. It was really good times. I didn't know <laughs> it was you. great times. <laughs> good, uh, before the before period. Yes, uh, <laughs> in the before times when Liv was blissfully unaware. Uh, <laughs> no. Um. I. Yeah. I. I'm. Yeah. I agree. I think. My hopes are not super high. I I think it'll probably end up being cool, but I think at, when it comes out, we'll still we'll still be here. We'll be back. <laughs> guess, yeah, we're we're always gonna be back. Yeah, just I, I feel like because I feel like every time we talk about wizards or D and D recently, it's just it's just negatives. And like honestly, I still I still enjoy the game. I really wish this wasn't happening. Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah, it's just rough. It's rough. <laughs> Again, I will say this: the uh, the way I look at it, at least from a positive standpoint, is uh, two stamp two positives that I see. One, I'm glad that these things are being identified and called out. I think that's mm -hmm. great. Uh, yeah. Whether or not it makes a huge difference for the game of D and D remains to be seen. But mm -hmm. number two, I think it's awesome that other ttrpg creators are now stepping forward other ttrpgs are now getting yes. more shine uh and it, yes. it i know that it has spurred us to follow through with what we've been wanting to do for a while which was to mm. feature more non D, &D ttrpg yes. stuff indeed yeah absolutely like um like i said before uh on the podcast i've played 
a, like a range of different TTRPGs. Um, with you know, especially with Dicebreaker, we we champion all sorts of TTRPGs even before all the stuff that like came out with Wizards. Um, and they're they're fucking good, gang. They're so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, and a, a a good example of like um a virtual tabletop kind of thing that works so well and is really amazing is um so one more multiverse. Um, like they've they've got like um a tabletop uh, virtual tabletop for like Blades in the Dark that is so so good. Mm. You make like little pixelated characters that are like are completely customizable Ooh. like and yeah and like it's such a good it's such a good idea to like go with like kind of like a um an 8-bit style mm-hmm. um because you have so much range with that and like you're not trying to overcomplicate things um you can like literally put anything you can think of um in uh the setting and your dm can or gm rather can like add uh like little notes on things and you can investigate things and it's just really well done if you want to see a vtt that's done very well one more multiverse is is very good so, yeah that sounds yeah. great can you say the name of it one more time one more multiverse okay uh um, i'll see if i'll yeah. see if we can maybe get a link to that in uh mm. in the show notes so the folks can go check yes, that right. out Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's like a playthrough um, of Maddie, Chase, and Matt playing uh, uh, using uh, uh, that on Dicebreaker. Mm. If you wanted to check that out, it's on there somewhere. Right. <laughs> yep. And yeah. of course, we will continue to hopefully there hopefully there we won't be we won't have to come back and be like ripping Wizards of the Coast over and over again because it, it's it gets tiring. I would love that. Yeah. It does. And also, Jasper's never involved in these. He's just like, ha off, off just having a fun time. That's true. On his honeymoon or whatever. He wasn't here for the Hadozi like, thing. Again. <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't. We're always, we're always having to talk about the, the annoying, sad stuff, Jeremy. We tried to what? have a positive episode, but... Uh... <laughs> we tried. Yeah. We tried. Oh, well. Oh God! And right now, I'm I'm talking a lot of bullshit right now as well. I've, I've started my ADHD medication today, and I'm like, what? Uh, so I'm just talking a, a lot of shit. Uh, it's, uh, it's a uh, what a what a fun time, everyone. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh well, uh, I guess we'll see if there's any more of the original recording this episode left to go. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably just leave the sign off in from that. Uh, but yeah. thanks for listening to our little aside and let's mm-hmm. all hope for a brighter future in which I don't know something better than what is currently happening happens yeah. that would be nice um, and with that we will we will over regularly scheduled programming thank you <laughs> imagine a world if you will live <gasps> A world where whatever engine or system that they use to create this is used by other games. I was about to say, I wonder if if it could be adapted and like used to play like Mm -hmm. Pathfinder to play other such things. Because I think if that's not something they're working towards, I think they should. Imagine because I know that people love painting minis and collecting minis and stuff Mm -hmm. for Warhammer. Imagine a world where Mm -hmm. that is like the the click of a button. You can customize all the individual soldiers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would be really fun. Um, have you played like a, a war game, by the yes, way? Yes, never a tabletop one, but I've played Rome Total War and Medieval 2 Total War. Uh, mm-hmm. Fun. We should play some. They're, they're very, very good. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, being able to do that online 
would be super fun. Like, yeah, no, um, yeah, if 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 that's not something that wizards are working towards, in the spirit of like, you know, opening things up to other creators, I think that's something that they should probably yeah. try and and facilitate yeah. if they can. Like, how how and great would that be? That's be, what they. That's what it, they. I, I feel like that's what the original OGL did for allowing mm. D rules to be used for other games like uh i can't remember if we talked if we ever talked mm. about this on the show but one of my favorite games from way back in the day star wars knights of the old republic uses the same mm. system uh same basic rules it uses the ogl it ripped a bunch of stuff from Baldur's gate and so that was actually wow. where i first heard the term saving throw was in the rules for that game oh. and that's star wars fun well yeah that's, yeah that's big so what happens if big. like down the um, line every ttrpg or so many other ttrpgs can jump in on this and be like oh yeah we can use this system as a jumping off yeah. point and you can build whole world and uh create your stories and whatnot it's like a a system agnostic version of this no i think that would be really good i think that yeah, like with everything that's gone on, I think it would absolutely be a, a smart move on Wizards' mm. part to maybe allow that to happen. But um, yeah, headline for this, pr promising. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, same with the Minecraft thing, promising. But yeah, we we really hope we're really hoping that this 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 doesn't go downhill or doesn't look yeah. as good as it looks. You know, like. And I also do want to throw out a bit of yeah. love to a few other uh, games. Some of which, uh, one of which is actually, mm. so the, the VTT is in pre-alpha, but a game that is not in pre-alpha, but is actually currently in alpha three mm -hmm. is Wagadu Chronicles. Ooh. The Wagadu Chronicles MMO. Yes. Um, we, we hopefully, but we'll see by the time this comes out, we'll hopefully try and we got to play alpha two. We got to stream ourselves playing the alpha two, mm. uh, Jasper and I did. Hopefully, uh, I don't know, we'll find out, Liv, uh, but hopefully we'll be able to stream ourselves <laughs> playing the Alpha 3 at some point. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we will. Because uh, yeah, I really sure enjoyed the Alpha that. 2. Uh, very excited about this game and want to support uh, the Wagadu folks as much as possible in that game. So please go check yes. it out. Um, they also are planning to mm -hmm. release a an expanded source book for the Wagadu Chronicles mm. setting for the TTRPG. Uh, please go check that out whenever whenever it gets released. Uh, you may find a few mm. references to things that show up in, uh, in Tales of Wagadu Christmas of Spider Queen. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe written, written partly a little bit by me. Maybe a little bit, perhaps. We'll see. Ooh, by the yeah, one known maybe. as Jeremy Cobb. Written perhaps mm. by... Oh, mm. maybe, maybe, maybe a spell or two or three. A yeah, spell. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Who knows? That's that's pretty interesting. I think if I were you, I'd go check it out. Yeah. You know, but just, just yeah. Just, uh, and yeah. also, also uh, <laughs> coming out. Uh, uh, I uh, let's see. I know the Kickstarter will have been, I think, launched by the time we release this episode. Uh, oh. I want to shout out Friday, uh, who came and who came. Yeah. Friday. Um uh I want to get the name correct. So, come on Friday. Uh, I'm going to Twitter. I should have had this up already. This is me in real time <laughs> going to Friday's Twitter account. Look, you can't tell that this is taking longer than you would want it yeah. to. The Vineyard. It, uh, I I'm I have this really important Vineyard. What? The Vineyard RPG. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And you found that so quickly. That yeah, was, it was great. Instant. Thank you so much, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, the it Kickstarter was, was, will have yeah. gone yeah, live. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is a really, really cool. Like, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, but I have been, I've talked mm. to Friday about like the art and the premise. I've heard some of the music. Uh, this thing is, uh, live. In fact, I will send you, I'll send you just so you can see like a mm. picture of it right now. Um, yeah. uh, where, 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 where is the chat? Where's the chat on here? They moved it. I don't it, know. And I don't know actually. where. Well, you want to WhatsApp it to me or whatever here's, chat here's platform you choose. Yeah. Oh, it's down the bottom, bottom right chat. chat. Yes. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there's the link. There's the link, Liv. Click the link (laughs) and look at Friday's look at Friday's project. Okay, we looking. We looking. Oh damn. (gasps) Oh damn. Yeah, no, it it is legitimately (laughs) super cool. Like very, very, very cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is very, very cool. Yeah. No, you yeah, definitely. Uh, check out the Vineyard RPG yeah. on Kickstarter, gang. Uh, and w- cool. who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll get to get a closer look at that on the show itself. Uh, yes, perhaps, oh, perhaps, maybe, perhaps, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so very excited about that. I know that Cobalt Press just recently released uh, some stuff about Black Flag. Um, yeah. Which my understanding is that I have not gotten to look at the rules, but my understanding is that it is sort of like an adaptation of Fifth Edition. That is my impression, okay. is that it is trying to be to 5th edition, I think, what the original Pathfinder was to D&D 3.5. Yeah, uh, Project Black Flag. Um, so go check that out. Uh, I believe there's going to be a feedback portion as well. And hopefully we will also get to have a closer look at that game on the show. Yes, absolutely. Um, I wonder if it's worth mentioning as well, Jeremy, that... Uh, the pre-order uh, for yeah. Killer is currently a thing. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I would have been yeah. remiss to not bring this up. Connie Chong, <laughs> a very good friend of the show uh, and generally the bomb diggity. Uh, I guess most yeah. well known for being the GM of Transplaner RPG, but also has been on our show in interviews. Uh, they were in Outlaws and Obelisks. They played Hoosher, Chong Hoosher. Uh, they also yeah. played uh, Jin Zheng uh, on on Big Trouble and Little Manus. They were in, I forget the name of their mm-hmm. character, but they were in Once Upon a One Shot. Uh, Connie is awesome. Wow. Also gm'd um the yeah, strict bitches Mingles, uh two shot we did strict bitches uh which was honestly super 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 duper fun and i got to experience connie's gming for the first time and was like oh my god th- this is exactly <laughs> i want to be <laughs> yeah connie is awesome wild yeah yeah and they made so, a game yeah, they made a yeah. game everybody it's called yeah. god killer it looks cool as hell uh, and it, yeah. it is specifically, it's it's made for one GM and one player. Uh, the GM will play God. The player tries to kill God. Um, they, uh, it's based on the um, uh, Powered by the Apocalypse system, I believe. Um, and uh, it's very cool. I've gotten to have a little bit of an in-depth look at the rules. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm telling you right now. Exciting. It's going to be very fun. Yeah, and stay tuned for some very, very cool announcements about possible uh, actual play things that uh, they might be doing. Go go follow Connie and follow Transplaner and take a look. Yes, absolutely. Um, sorry, I got distracted because I was like, 
screw it. I'm going to see if Alana Glazer wants to come and play D&D with us. And I, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I typed in Alana Glazer contact. And then on <laughs> the top result is just text me at, and then a number. <laughs> Do it. Liv, ask her if she wants to come on and play D&D with us. I, like, this can't actually be her real number. I don't know. Sam Reich put <laughs> up a number it? that you could text him at. What? Yeah. Is it real? He, he responds oh. to people. That's why. Do it, Liv. Is, uh, be like, hey, we'd love for you. We're, we're, we're fans hey. of your work. We think you're awesome, and we'd love for you to come on our show. You want to come hang? <laughs> it just blows my mind that it's just a number, and I'm like, what does this mean? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, we'll see how that pans out. Stay um, tuned. Yeah. Like, this this year, Liv tries to get Elana Glazer and Rachel Bloom onto three block. Liv, that would that would be it. Wouldn't again? It wouldn't even be a dream come true. That would be something I couldn't have imagined yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on the scale of things, yeah. Like, could that happen? I don't know. Look, if you want to, actually, no, I'm not going to say that because it's going to sound like I'm asking people to go and ask them. Do not Please do that. Do not pester no, people. we'll sort it out. Do not. Do not pester anyone, please, for the love of love of God. Um, yeah, but like, it, let us know if that would be something that you'd be interested in hearing or seeing. Yeah, yeah, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know Anthony Rapp follows me on Twitter, and he plays D anD D. He's a fan of D anD D. Maybe we could have like if we had Rachel Bloom, Anthony Rapp. I'm sure there. I, I know Kelly Lynn D'Angelo has met a lot of these people. Maybe we could get like a an all musical like. <gasps> Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even with Yo, me, Jeremy. We I need go. to get we need to get some like oh non-white god. people on the show for for this. But this is while true. Kelly this Kelly Lindy Angelo is uh Native American, we can get a few others. We can get a few others. They out there. Yeah. Ooh, Amber <gasps> Riley. Oh my god. Hang on. Amber Riley. Yo. <laughs> ah! Yo. <laughs> ah! Yo. <laughs> this would be so good. I I wouldn't be able to be in it because I can't sing, but I would like be oh. very excited. <laughs> but you know, like you could still you could still oh. be in it. You you could just say that your character can't sing. Your character dances. Yeah, and then yeah, my character yeah. is a little tap dancer. Your character is one of the background dancers. Um, my character is a little comedian, <laughs> and she's like, "What's the deal?" <laughs> you're Everything. you're playing Mike Tyson uh, <laughs> uh, on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That's that's <laughs> that is me. Anyway, let's stop planning on the actual podcast. Let's <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this utter chaos. This was what I feel like this was one of the most chaotic episodes we've done in a while. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And it's and you know, Jeremy has an excuse. I don't. Yeah. So look, when you when you well. when you get that Cobb and Kennedy magic together, uh, that's yeah. it's, you're yeah, you're yeah. asking for chaos. The classic CK. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note. Uh, yeah. Uh, live where can people find you on the internet? Oh, if you want, <laughs> you can find me at Does Dark Magic on Twitter, Olivia Does Dark Magic everywhere else, pretty much. Um, you can try me on Twitch if you want. If you want to follow me on Twitch, I I want to do more Twitching. Um, so we'll see how that. Yeah, you heard you heard me. Liv, Jeremy. why are you twitching um, right now? I see you, uh, your head. I I'm really bouncy. I have ADHD. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Also, if you want to find me on and other tabletop stuff, 
including board games and card games and all sorts of things and TTRPGs, uh, head on to youtube.com forward slash Dicebreaker. Um, oh, also on Dicebreaker, we've literally, as of this Friday, this, the 31st, yeah, um, of March, uh, the first four episodes of the Dicebreaker podcast, not the Dicebreaker podcast, the Storybreakers podcast, will be out and you can listen to it on the go if you should wish. Also, the first, the whole first season of Storybreakers is out on on Dicebreaker and honestly it's so it's mm. so good Jeremy I, I know I keep mentioning it in, in passing but like there are some character moments that I got to have that were like wild mm. very very good I, I really what uh, um, can you can yeah, you give also, us a spoiler free mm. description of one of your favorite scenes uh spoiler free sure okay so um oh but the whole premise of it is oh okay uh <laughs> I'm, Maybe okay. just describe the emotions that occurred during the scene. The emotions that occurred during the Context scene free. were um, uh, my character Iris, tiefling, uh, rogue, trying to be very heroic, trying to help somebody who was, who was falling uh, to potential death. Uh, mm. She's not very strong. Um, and so when, when she tried to help this person up, maybe there was a helping hand that was offered to her and then immediately taken away because she dared to question the hand that was being offered to her and so was left in the lurch. And yes, it, it, I can't... Look, <laughs> if you know the scene I'm talking about, let me know. But yeah, no, it's, mm -hmm. it's good stuff, Jeremy. That was a bad advertisement for it, but it's good, I promise. <laughs> it's good, we it's promise. Good. It's good. It's good. Uh, also, youtube.com forward slash three black halflings where you can subscribe to the channel and fun stuff will happen Thanks. yeah uh, just things will happen in your life yeah i'm very sorry for this haphazard nothing that i've been spewing this entire episode but i hope that you kind of like it a little bit it's very i'll be honest it's pretty funny i i've i've been laughing a lot okay good you, you jet lagged jeremy uh, <laughs> you jet -lagged. Uh, we just get all these comments like the lack of professionalism <laughs> on display. I come to this show mm -hmm. for serious, hard hitting journalism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very in-depth, deep mm -hmm. discussions, mm -hmm. uh, like deeply academic yeah. as well. Absolutely. Uh, intellectually mm -hmm. rigorous. Yeah. <laughs> and I was appalled. They said that they were going to talk about the Minecraft thing and they barely spoke about the Minecraft thing and they were just goofing, straight up goofing the entire time. We straight goofing. <laughs> what about you, Jeremy? Where we can should, we find should you? release a podcast just called Straight Goofing. Straight goofing. We just be straight goofing, okay? Straight goofing out here. Just goofing about what? Goofing. I don't know. Yeah, go over here, goof with us. <laughs> come goof. You want to come goof? Get your goofers out and come goof. <laughs> come goof on, you, you goofers. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at JeremyCobb1. This Cobb with two Bs, the number one. You can follow me on Instagram at TheCobbMeister. Uh, and oh you can follow this show on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at three, so number three, Black Halflings. If you enjoy this and you want to hear more of it, because honestly, this feels almost like a kickback in some ways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go listen to, you can listen to behind the scenes stuff. You can listen to kickbacks uh, and more on our Patreon, uh, Patreon, got, Patreon got, <laughs> Patreon.com slash TB Halflings. And uh, yeah, go go check it out. There's a lot yeah. of cool stuff on there. We really you appreciate get your support. And if you, you know, support us, maybe we can make good content in the future so uh... 
All right, we're ending it there. So long, Charlie. <laughs> <Chinese. laughs> Was a hit.